Hello, Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> This is Under the Bleachers. We're two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. This week, oh my god, what the fuck is the name of this movie? <laughs> I'm all, absolutely serious. I forgot to look it up. It's To All the Boys <laughs> I've Loved Before, Always and Forever. What? To all That's the boys so I've... long. I no, literally I'm, wrote I'm wrong. I wrote three All the Boys on my yeah, notes whatever. sheet. It's it's the last two All the Boys movie I'm that so came out. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> yesterday for us. Um, first, a funny teen story that I told Jane <laughs> last night while we were drinking together on Zoom. Um, you know what's funny? I I told someone else that I was drinking with you guys on Zoom, and my brother. It was my brother, and he was like, "What's the occasion?" And I was like, <laughs> "I was like nothing. Boredom." <laughs> Yeah, it's Friday um, and a pandemic. On so a pandemic. my <laughs> my teen story, my one teen story, <laughs> is that um, I was doing my shift at uh, we we take the students in the program of my day job to a wildlife clinic in New York City, which is really cool, and they get to uh, help take care of and help do research on uh, injured birds mostly pigeons because this is new york but we were teaching this student a teen a high school senior to um to you know reach in and you know pick up a wild bird and handle it in a safe way and um he opened the cage and i, I was i was sort of looking at my phone honestly i was kind of distracted because he had done it a few times successfully already so he opened the cage and he goes oh damn <laughs> he was like I, I looked up and he was like, my man slapped me with his wing. <laughs> um, so two things. One, that a bird can apparently kind of slap you sideways with its wing, which I didn't know. But also that he called him my man, which I loved. Yeah. I like that the birds have a defense mechanism. That's cool. I also like it seems cartoonish that they would like elbow you like a boxer. Um, <laughs> and I was just laughing at I was laughing at it for a long time until it was weird because everyone was like, this isn't that funny. Um, thank you to everybody who texted in with feedback about our last episode. It seemed to be a popular one. I guess it was our biggest movie that we've done. As in most in? most popular movie? Yeah, or like biggest yeah. cultural moment. Uh, yes, definitely. <laughs> I had a lot of texts with people saying, um, I had two people who said, I can't believe you didn't know, you don't know, like none of you on the Zoom knew that like, knew whether Bella and Edward had sex while Bella was a human. Mm, and I, then still, I still do not. For both these people, I was like, so does she? And then they didn't reply. <gasps> that's good. No. Yeah, I guess that's good. That's good. That's good. We're going to have to watch the next, the the whatever, the sequels. And so I want to be, I want to go in, um, you know, surprise. That's true. Blank, you're just going to have blank. to, you're just going to have to, if it bothers you that we're stupid, you're just going to have to keep going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I also got a text about how my friend had a cardboard cutout of Edward wow mm. she is she is like maybe mm. she's a couple years younger than you so maybe it hit her at a different so time she's 12 <laughs> i'm very young we're teens <laughs> don't we sound like it <laughs> um and then i had another tidbit uh identity i'll keep secret but one of my friends said that she actually has a has a signed copy of the first book with stephanie <gasps> meyer whoa yeah. 
Because like when the book wasn't super duper duper popular yet, you could actually just write Stephanie Meyer and be like, can I have a side copy? And she would send you one. Oh my God, that rocks. Um, which also means this person was like an original fan, which is exciting. Um, but keep se- keep sending us your Twilight uh, your Twilight lore. We love to hear it because <laughs> as you might have heard in the last episode, we don't have that part mm-hmm. of our lives. Um, this This book, or this book, this series, I feel like, is somebody else's teen lore, I guess. Yeah. Although we can talk about whether this is uh, a movie for teens. Um, I, you know, we've we've done the first two movies, and so I didn't do a ton of research, but I will say this is the same director as the last installment. So movies two and three have the same director. It's also the same director as Before I Fall with Zoe Dunn. Right. Wow. Yep, number three. We just did number two. So I'm feeling like slightly um overdosed on yes. this content. I have overdosed, to over overdosed, overdosed on <laughs> Laura Jean and Peter Kaminsky. Um, Jane, I don't know if you know this, but in the original uh book series, the the universities were different. Did you know that? No, what were they? So in the original book series, um, they were both trying to get into the University of Virginia. Really? Um, okay. And she um she is she decides to go to um I think she the 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 school that she can like get accepted to and then transfer is William and Mary, which is also in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um and the author uh she was like it doesn't feel realistic when every character goes to like Harvard or Brown. Yeah. And there are so many excellent state schools, and I want to be truthful to that. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> and yet, oh, you know what? And the yet. author, she is from, I had a feeling this was the case. She's from Richmond, Richmond Virginia. Okay, So okay. that's probably why she had, like, Virginia on the mind. Here's another um, thing she said. She said she spoke to a lacrosse player to better understand Peter's experience. What? <laughs> All lacrosse players are the same. Lacro- what does that mean? Oh, you know, we need a lacrosse correspondent to weigh in, but we'll we'll think about this later. But um, but I think she just means like the recruiting system. Oh, okay. Um, but that was yeah. not an important part of the film. Yeah, like, I mean, maybe it's bigger in the book. Maybe because they were just like, I mean, we'll talk about this, but like they're just like Peter got a lacrosse scholarship to Stanford, even though he's dumb. Like, and that was it. And we were like, oh, okay, sure. I actually do have a contention, which is that there's a quick line where Peter says like yeah I may not even get to play and like she's like no like the reason you got the scholarship is like you're really good like I'm sure they'll see that of course he's not gonna play he's an incoming freshman so like the way that these recruiting sports work um is that like you often don't get to play you just like train with the team and it's an honor that you can do that if they're a good school so I was like a little annoyed about that yeah he would be like I'm probably not gonna play anyway (laughs) all right maybe we should just get into it (laughs) we should get into it Okay, <laughs> we start with Laura Jean vacationing in Seoul with her family. She's waiting to hear back from colleges, specifically Stanford, where Peter is going on a lacrosse scholarship. Back in Portland, Peter and Laura Jean exchange gifts and they watch Say Anything. She's sad that they don't have a song and didn't have a meet cute, but Peter reveals he remembers how they met and is keeping it a secret. As he leaves, Laura Jean sees her dad propose to their neighbor, Trina. It opens with G by Girls Generation, and I was like, why wasn't there more K-pop in all three movies? Mm. Yeah, I did notice that. I actually knew that song, too. It's, like, a very popular... It's actually more of, like, a millennial... Like, it was probably more popular when, like, we were teens, 
I am not familiar with most K-pop or that song, but I did notice that there was more uh, non-English lyric, lyric music in this in this film. Laura Jean also wears a more thoughtful browner <gasps> lip color. I wrote that <laughs> to signify it signifies that she's growing up. Mm-hmm. Yep, a darker uh, lip. and that it she's looks like, really good on her. She's like contemplating more serious things. I will say, okay, I'm really impressed by people who wear lipstick all the time. Like oh my of God. all the of all the makeup that you would wear regularly in high school. In high yeah, school, high school obviously that's cuckoo but of all the makeup that maybe you would make part of your identity i feel like lipstick is the hardest because obviously it it comes off the easiest yeah so impressive yes realistic no (laughs) um so did you notice that she has a montage of her and peter's future very much like sun is also a star Yep. She has the wedding and then she's pregnant and they're like painting the apartment. Is which very one basic. which one stuck with you the most? <laughs> which montage or which image? Which image in the montage? Her huge pregnant belly under oh, that like really? blue denim. It was so big. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it was Peter with like the polo tucked in when they were buying oh. a house. Cause I was like, wait, why is he dressed as the real estate agent? Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's it's a great montage because like like Sun is also a star. You just get to put these beautiful late twenties people into fun outfits. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I want that. Um, yeah, I did take issue with her saying there's this great scene in Say Anything where he holds up a boombox. <laughs> That's sort of like someone being like, there's this great scene in Titanic where they stand on the edge of the boat with their arms outstretched. Like, if you know the movie, okay, I haven't even seen Say Anything, and I know that scene. Like, it's um, very ubiquitous and iconic, so it was a little... But then again, maybe if I believe that she's 17, a like, zoomer. maybe that's a little um Yeah, but you would still look da- you would still look down on her. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I took issue with the, with the concept that there was more Kitty in this movie, who I hate. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that you've unhappy. turned... You've turned Although, on her... Although I will, uh, I'll, I'll, I won't spoil it. But um, you know they have cute little. They also start the movie off with like some cute little relationship hijinks between her and Peter. I feel like they just show them like tickling and laughing and shit like that. Yeah, and um, they're very intimate. Like when they're watching this movie, she's fully just sleeping on him. Okay, again, I think that's a that's a throwback to when they told us that the actors fell asleep on each other on set. <laughs> And sure. I think they were referencing that. And again, I don't believe that it happened. No, that's that's uncomfy. Um, uh, yeah. Wait, back to the kitty note. <laughs> okay. I, okay. So they didn't have as much Margot, the older sister in this movie. Sure, sure. Um, I don't actually know what she's... Is she still at college? Yeah, she's still in college. It's only been a year. Again, she looks 35, so <laughs> I would imagine her somewhere else. Um, yeah, so they gave Kitty a little, like, love interest herself, a boy in Korea, which, why, like... Yeah, what, it lasted what, for, like, five seconds. What future do you... No. He was no. a cute, cute little Korean boy. I thought it could have been fine if they just left it, like, oh, she likes boys now because she found this boy cute. Boom, that's the mm, end. Don't, yeah. don't you know, make her text him. It was weird. Um, but I think, honestly, like, my my prediction is that because we know that she was cut out a lot of the second movie, her agent just, like, stepped it up and was like, she's grown up now. We need more of a plot arc. Interesting. <laughs> I have no idea how that works. But she looks, I, so, she looks, I don't know, she just looks like a tween now. 
I just figured because they didn't have as much. Yeah, the sisters kind of the younger sister stepped in where the older sister was gone. Yeah. Um, I really liked the proposal scene. I thought it was super touching. I love that they didn't do a like a public proposal, and I like that you kind of you got mean to proposal, in. right? Proposal. No, no, the the the. the the dad the dad and the neighbor oh sorry 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 yes i do like that and i think like i mean it, it's still a little too perfect to me that like the curtains perfectly frame them yes of course <laughs> but like i like that Lara jean sort of looks at it and she's like oh it's not necessarily all about like your classic romances yeah i didn't know the the name trina's name the entire no, movie. me neither, me neither. So I just called her the neighbor, and so I was like, <laughs> the dad proposed to the neighbor. Also, this is the last time we see her house, because for the rest of the movie, she's just in their house, and I'm like, who's in the other house? Okay, Did I she thought about this it? too, and I was like, first of all, it's super dangerous to get into a relationship with another landowner yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that is a land, owning land close to your land, um, but also, like, what do you do with that, what, what like... Does she sell her house and then she's selling it to someone who will become her future neighbor? Do they keep it for crafts? They should probably keep it. <laughs> they should probably keep it and rent it out and then like ooh, have like generational wealth to pass down to the girls. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. Um, I didn't I didn't have any more questions for you. Sorry. Mine was no, mostly okay. just thinking about I was just immediately when they showed us the flash forward, I just like blacked out on <laughs> it, was, it was fun <laughs> all right should i move on yeah okay at school bff chris shares her hatred of prom while gay lucas likes it jen is being nice to laura jean and everyone is excited about the senior trip to new york city laura jean learns she didn't get into stanford and when her sister margo tries to comfort her she says something bitchy about margo living far away from the family <gasps> She accidentally sends Peter the wrong text, making him believe she was accepted to Stanford. Instead of telling him the truth like a normal person, she lets him celebrate with a say-anything romantic gesture, C-E-Z-A. He also <laughs> asks her to prom. I I take issue with a scene here that happens before... Well, it happens during the Stanford drama. Did you notice like when she gets her Stanford status updated, there's like 25 seconds of her like falling on the ground on her way to go check her Stanford status. And then, like, then there's, like, 10 seconds of, like, everyone else at the table making, like, a dumb joke about it. Mm -hmm. Why? <laughs> oh, you didn't like that? You didn't like the sort no. of, like, Laura Jean tripping over the dog? Just, I guess we're supposed to, I guess the point was that she was supposed to be, like, having a conniption, but trying to play it cool, but not, I guess. It was just so, it just went on for so long. Also, Nate was watching this movie with me, and he, he goes, where did this fucking dog come from? <laughs> it's, the, it's the neighbor's it's dog. It's the neighbor's dog, yeah, which I don't think he realized, but he was just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I, th I think both of us were like, why is this happening? Um, but yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. She was supposed to be like freaking out. When when she's rejected, we see the montage in reverse, which I really yes. liked. I think that was really that's, funny. That's such a good use of like the 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 future montage is to pull it back. Um, totally, thought I thought it was it. genius. I thought that was one of the funniest things the movie did. Um, we also, uh, I was actually um, really surprised, or not surprised, but I was just thinking about how because you see, then when she's rejected, she like goes on Instagram and sees all these like reaction TikToks of like mm -hmm. people getting in, um, and I was like, oh shit. 
I would have hated that. Like, that sucks so much. I almost don't believe she would have, like, looked for it because she would have been so sad. But, like, they just had to show us, like, we're in 2021, baby. This is what the teens teens are dealing with. Yeah, Walter Um, had the same comment of being like, that's not a thing. And then he was like, oh, wait, it it totally is now. And I wonder if she was just sort of, like, digging the knife into her sadness. Yeah, but it it did feel like a little gratuitous. Like, it was a little bit for us, I feel like, to be like, Look, look, look what you've look what teens have to deal with now. <laughs> um, Jane, did you hear at school when people got into various schools? Like, was that Ooh. did it go around school? Um, that's such a oh, wow. What a dark time period. Not on Instagram. I didn't. <sighs> I feel like I only heard about people that were kind of in my my circle. Um, so not not about random people. Um, occasionally I did hear through the grapevine, but it it wasn't, I mean, not a lot of people in my class went to extremely prestigious schools. So maybe that's part of it. Um, a lot of people went to great schools, like uh, state schools, but there wasn't like, it wasn't like a huge hubbub. What about you? Uh, I did because like, uh, I took a lot of I guess I took a few classes with people who were all applying to like a bunch of Ivies and they were like freaking the fuck out. <laughs> like they mm. were freaking. So it was like impossible for me to almost not hear it. Yeah. Um, but our valedictorian, um, he was this really smart guy who was very socially awkward, as you might imagine. <laughs> but he um, he was in like the paper or something, the local paper for like getting into like Harvard, Princeton, Yale, blah, 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 blah. Oh my gosh. And he was like openly talking about how he was making them, he was like pitting them against each other to make them offer him larger amounts of money. And I was kind of like, I don't know where you learned that. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, how do you do that? Um, and then I had, I had one teacher who like, or actually my choir teacher. I know I talked about like a scary tense scene with my choir teacher already. <laughs> but um she like when she heard about any of them, she would like congratulate people for it. And then I was like, surely there are people that got into college that just like didn't tell her. So then like who are like the people telling her? I don't know. Um and she somehow heard about mine. Like not from me. Hmm. But like someone told her I got into school and then I was one of the announcements and I was like Fuck is like telling who's reporting on me. <laughs> Cause this is also like pre everyone posting shit on Facebook, I feel like. Uh, I don't I, I mean, don't I don't think I used Facebook very much. I did and I remember I remember I remember a friend like changing their profile picture to the school they got in. Oh. Um and then I also I remember having a friend who had applied to so many IVs and they were like really set on going yeah. there and they didn't get into any and that's so brutal. Like this it's is so such a stupid. This is such a terrible time. Actually, maybe that's also why. And I can talk about this later. This movie like felt less like light and like fun for me because like I was just weighted down by all my own baggage about that time in my life. Because like now I know that like you know it doesn't really like set you. <laughs> it doesn't really like set you in a. At a certain extent, you're fine if you're going to like a good enough school and you don't have to like kill yourself over you know, really, really dig the knife in about not getting into a better school or anything. But, like, at the time, I was super fucking stressed. And, like, I got a couple rejections before I got any acceptances, and I was, like, really upset. Um, Yeah. And also, they never mention money. Like, they talk about how Peter has a scholarship, but she's just like, 
Yeah, maybe I'll go to NYU. And there's NYU's just no so fucking expensive. What, what NYU's is it like sixty thousand dollars a year? It's like, also it's infamously like aside from being an expensive school, like infamously like not great at giving you money too, like not mm-hmm. giving you financial aid. And like you're in New York City, so it's expensive. Ugh, it's yeah. But I guess like we're supposed to believe her. Her dad is like a really famous or not famous, but like <laughs> really successful doctor. I guess he's not famous. He's not famous. OBGYN. But like they drive home all the time that he's an OBGYN. They yeah. just love to call it back every time. Anyway, um, why does Margot want her to go to NYU? Did you catch that? Like, I didn't really understand. It was it was just a plot device where Margot was like, you need to apply to a school on the East Coast. Like, you just have to. I forget what the reasoning was, but it was like, you're mm-hmm. an, you're basically you're an idiot if you if you don't apply to one. Oh, and so she was like, yeah, weird. I'll just apply to NYU of all of the <laughs> East Coast schools. She also ha- uh, Margot has a ring light when she's in bed chatting with them. Okay. <laughs> Here's my question for you. Do you FaceTime with people while your head is side down on a pillow? That looks, first of all, it's so no. uncomfortable. Second of all, it's like unflattering and and just strange. It's strange to me. I guess I've done it maybe once or twice with Nate when we were, um, you know, away from each other. But that's always like sort of at the end of the call. It's like, okay, now I'm going to bed. Yeah. Yeah. I think it makes sense if you're like talking to a partner and you're saying good night, but other not like otherwise like just sit up like sit up sit up dude. Can you hear my Can you hear my cat digging in my litter box? No, or Wait, not my litter, litter box. box. <laughs> um, really quickly, I will also say that we have the promposal scene that every movie has now. Mm-hmm. Chris, Chrissy, Chrissy, Christine, Chris ha- hates it, which is nice. But yeah. I immediately knew that that minor character was Filipino because they made him <laughs> sing and dance, but like probably paid him less than anyone else acting in this movie, <laughs> which is the the mark of the Filipino actor in contemporary films. Um, and then we get to um, we get the first glimpse of Genevieve or Jen um, when she just like snaps at Chris and goes, "It doesn't fucking matter about about like um, prom." And then she's yeah. mysteriously nice. It was. There was there was a lot of weird energy in the first part of this movie, I would say. I was excited to see Jen. As I mentioned with the previous movie, I was most interested in her and Laura Jean's relationship. And I, I don't think that I got that much from this movie, but I I like that I like that she's nicer and I like that it is weird. Um and I think we're supposed to believe like they have a future friendship awaiting them. Yeah, as I said before, I do like a frenemy um, relationship. Uh, she just is weirdly mean to Chris, which I guess when they're your cousin, I keep forgetting that they're related. When they're cousins, like you can you can kind of snipe at each other, but it's just very aggressive. Can we also, talk about Chris? Uh, oh, we're really quick. Our 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 black friend Lucas. His first line is, "Oh, you got jokes this morning, huh?" <laughs> yeah, and he he says another meme later. I don't remember what it was, but I was just like, <sighs> okay, sorry. What did you want to say about Chris? Okay, a few things. First of all, this is the first movie where Chris feels like her best friend at all. Like we never see them mm. in the previous movies. We never see them like in her bedroom together. At least I don't remember. Chris is like in her bedroom a few times this this uh, movie. However, at one point they're talking about how Laura Jean and Peter haven't had sex, and Laura mm. and and Chris is like what yeah i wrote that down too the moment that you have sex you tell your best friend if you have sex in high school absolutely so their friendship to me is like a little like distant i don't know 
Sorry, my cat is literally losing her mind. Um, Yeah, I actually said, like, did you think, like, did you have any best friends that didn't know whether you had had lost your virginity? <laughs> like, that's just not what would have happened to me. Like, people people knew. <laughs> yeah, it was a huge deal. It was a huge deal when, the, when people first started having sex. Also, and, it seems like that's her yeah. only friend, like her only, yes. I guess, besides Lucas. Gay Lucas. I was, I was confused, yeah. There's also a moment where... <laughs> where Chris is talking to her and she's like you and Peter are going to figure this out and I just really like the way she said that <laughs> there's a lot of noises on both sides of yeah. our mics I'm so sorry for it's audio ram- quality um I think we can I think we can move on but I was I was also noticing that and I didn't like it um although oh you know what you know what is in this scene the other person talking about her having sex the stepmom being like, you have a hot boyfriend. Go enjoy him. Yeah. I like that. I like that there's no <laughs> evil cute. stepmom. It's like, it seems like a very um, even keeled portrayal of her. And like, they do have some, like later on, Margot has some issues with her, like replacing things in the house, but it's not conniving or over the top. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. One last thing. This oh. is actually, this is actually my biggest issue probably with the movie is that she doesn't tell Peter that she sent the wrong text. Oh, I feel like that would have been so simple. Yeah, it was annoying and unbelievable that she would let him parade around, like literally parade her around town and not be like, hey, I didn't get in. And like, <sighs> there's there's nothing that anyone could say to convince me that she was like too scared to tell him. Like, no. she oh, okay. Or like that she could have like convincingly pretended she got in for as long as she did. Yeah. Absolutely. Because that's just hard. Like, you're so heartbroken. But I guess, like, she then says to the stepmom, like, yeah, it's because I wanted to believe it as well. Mm. Um, I don't buy it. If there's any complaint I also have about this section of the movie, it's that everyone is, like, reacting too perfectly to everything. Mm. Um, And maybe there's, like, a lesson there where, like, I don't know, like, it actually wasn't perfect underneath the surface. But, you know, Peter is, like, extremely chill anytime. Like, the stepmom is extremely chill. Chris is extremely chill. I don't know. They're chill. All right. The seniors roll up to New York City while I Like Me Better plays in the background. Laura Jean finally tells Peter the truth about Stanford, and he says that she can just transfer out of Berkeley after freshman year. Easy peasy. The next morning, they get put in separate groups. Laura Jean spends the day with Chris, who is wearing a bad hat, seemingly with no plans or chaperones, just strolling around the city eating baked goods they run into jen who is touring nyu and later go to a rooftop party where a live band is playing laura jean is in love with the city and thinks she found her and peter's song when she meets back up with him later that night he seems upset that they were apart i have a question for you since you you grew up in proximity to new york city um there's a scene here where they're at where they're in new york and she's on the subway and she sees this girl on the subway eating a pastry reading jane austen and wearing a pencil skirt but with like street shoes that are like sneakers that she's gonna change out of later do you think at that age like you would have also been similarly like enthralled (laughs) being like wow that could be me i think so i absolutely had weird ideas of what living in new york city was like totally and What's funny is when I lived in Washington, D.C., I absolutely did the business casual on top, sneakers on bottom, and I hated it. I felt so unattractive. Like, I would look at these women that I thought were, like, beautiful wearing heels, and I would get – and I also walked to work, and I would just feel, like, sweaty. And 
Yeah. I don't know. This the sneakers thing was not alluring to me at all. Interesting. Yeah, I also think it's it's a kind of funny um it's almost like a little old uh part of New York because like so many number one so much fashion now actually loves good sneakers, right? Mm, like mm-hmm. like nice expensive sneakers are like a bigger part of fashion now. And then also like there's so many jobs where you don't have to dress up. So like True. there's only specific there's only specific jobs now that they would raise an eye at you wearing like quote unquote street shoes, like even like boots. I don't know. It, I like who who is like forced to wear pumps as much anymore? But um, right, especially because she. I mean, it seems like she's maybe gonna she go wants to, to go into publishing. Like, true, <laughs> oh, she yeah, wants, yeah. she's going to college, and she is interested in literature. So I guess that would either be publishing, yeah. publishing, or like a teacher. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I I do get it though, and like especially the idea of like womanhood and like totally i think it was more like yeah. this girl who's like on her way to work and she's like eating a yummy pastry and like yeah. reading a literary book you know like i would have to- as a teen i would have totally been like oh my god i wish i were me and even like the first time i lived in a city i was just like it was fun to just look at people in the subway and be like I'm yeah i was now. gonna say they what they didn't show was a, like a man peeing on the subway <laughs> the, this this tour okay this display of new york is um limited i also totally totally i was so confused about this senior trip like seemingly all they did oh my god was walk around for 12 hours that must have been exhausting they went all over the city nobody so checks the head count ever there's no sh- seemingly no chaperones they don't go to a museum or a show they don't even eat like any savory food so they probably had severe headaches i also was wondering if this movie was an nyu ad Totally. Well, I was going to say they 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 mentioned the chaperones get wasted at 9 p.m. the first night, which I guess is maybe realistic. But then then they just like pair them up and they walk around the city the whole day the next day. Um, and then, um, you know, run they, they happen. To, they just happen to run around Nolita, which if I if I had ran, run around that area, I live cl- pretty close to the NYU area. And like if I had as a teen, I would be similarly enchanted because everything looks very like. I don't know, cafe e and restaurant e, and it's fun. Um, but like, how are they able to get away from the tour? Why is Genevieve on an NYU tour on the school trip? Like, I I, I was confused about that's that what too. I, <laughs> I was like, is she here? Just is she not on the senior trip? And she's just like here. I was confused about that. You do okay. I will say one uh, one more annoying thing. <laughs> I recently went to the cupcake shop that they really? were in. Yeah, was I it just. Good? I just happened to walk into it. It was actually like fine. It wasn't that good. Like Ooh. it's not. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Wait, which shop. which one? They went to a few bakeries. They went to they went to specifically a cupcake shop where she tells him that she didn't get in. Okay, that one. Or sorry, no. It. Oh yeah, yeah. That's where he's like, yeah, you can transfer. Um, they it's like in the Lori side, and I was just like bored one day on my way back from something, and I was like kind of wanting some sweets and. Nate had had a really long day, so I was like, "Why don't I just like get like four cupcakes for us and we like Ooh, eat them?" What yeah. a dream! Yeah, I mean that's that's the type of store. But I was like extremely annoyed at myself when it was then featured in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's okay. Um, uh, another yeah. thing that was very like New York was them helping those girls steal a couch from their ex boyfriend. Yes. Very Broad City. There is like an actual couch episode of Broad City. They bring the couch into the subway and they sit on it and yep, uh, that's what life is like every day in New York. They right? also yeah, there's a stupid yeah, personally yes, 
<laughs> There's a stooping NYC Instagram for our NYC followers. If you if you are interested in getting furniture off the street, but really, what happens is that you follow an Instagram or a Facebook group that gives away free stuff like that, and then a hundred time, a hundred percent of the time, I'm like, mm, I would like that, but it's too far. I don't want to go get it. <laughs> um, someone, someone will. Yeah, I did think it was very sweet when she reveals to Peter that she didn't get into Stanford. My response would have been like more aggressive and like not yeah. not mean because i understand how hard that is but i would be like why have you not told me like that's coo- that's cuckoo but he was so sweet and he asked her if, if she was okay and i yeah. did think it was sweet i did think it was like the perfect thing to say but again i was like ah, why is he being so perfect <laughs> yeah i mean i mean he's, it, he's pretty good i he's pretty good i feel like it would have been fine if he was like oh my god are you okay and then like why didn't you tell me? Like, yeah, I was following the um. There was like a live tweet. What's it called when you tweet respond live to a movie? Live, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> live react. I don't yes, know. <laughs> the the actors and the author Jenny Han were um live tweeting the movie, and apparently in the scene where she reveals to Peter the truth, right after it's sort of like the camera's kind of like drawing away and and they lean their heads in together and he's like you were tripping out and she says i was so scared and that was improv and i actually really like that because that's like the only time that he's like what and then she gives a reason for it and they and that wasn't even in the script oh wow they do some improv romance i didn't even (laughs) know this was a thing um i was gonna say how did you behave or you have visited college parties as a high school student right like i had never did no. that no wait i thought you said you visited your sister's college maybe oh right i didn't see like to did me you go I to a even... party or no so first of all i was 13 <laughs> so like that's why i don't even consider it i okay, okay, okay um i definitely went to a party and the thing that stands out to me is that they were using a baster to deliver alcohol into each other's mouths and there was like a big bucket and it said let's get basted on it and i remember pre-gaming and my sister making me a rum and coke cute um and i really don't remember much else except that um i was like scared and uncomfortable yeah i don't think i would have like been as chill as they were no but maybe if i were a senior maybe but still um, it's also funny to me that they talk like constantly about seeing hot boys in New York, but they don't show us any because they know yes. they can't they can't find any. <laughs> there oh. are... <laughs> Ouch. Uh, <laughs> there are no hot boys at some random NYU party. Hey, just kidding. Um I w- I also didn't understand that she was so into the indie singer because she wanted it to be their song. So when we were just like treated to like 15 seconds of the indie singer <laughs> like yeah. singing her song, I was like, what's happening? And then like Eight shots of the Empire State Building lit up in purple and blue. Yeah. Also, yeah. what ba- uh, like what party has a live <laughs> band at it? And but but on top of that, no one was watching the band. Like people were kind of like, oh yeah. Like I feel like if there's a band of that quality at a party, like people are at the very least like gathered around watching. Totally, it. totally. Or like dancing. I guess they dance a little later, but it seems like only the three of them are. Yeah. Um the college person's very friendly, although it's funny that she's like, Yup, I also had yes. like someone I wanted to go to college with. Yeah. <laughs> that is also too perfect. I I I was wondering if you noticed slash liked how they did transitions in this movie a little different where 
previously they would zoom in on a sign, like a live action mm. sign in the hallway that said like prom. And in this time they had illustrations. That is new, right? Yeah, the illustrations are new. Yeah. I thought it was cute. Yeah, I thought it was cute too. I didn't really know where it came from. Maybe the book has like fun art like that on the cover. It was cute. And it did lead to a big part in the movie for Nate because... <laughs> <laughs> so when she comes home and she's like oh my god like the other uh woman the neighbor woman decor redecorated their house this is when the movie starts to go a little crazy with color coordination because from this point in the movie everything in every scene is yellow blue or pink mm. yeah <laughs> and it was like freaking us out <laughs> <laughs> it is like very aesthetic like the, the it, they put a lot of effort into it and it made me feel bad about my like bland same. house i was like should i put more stuff up but i'm not I going feel, to i feel the same as you because i think both of us watch a lot of a lot of movies where like artsy uh bookish girls are all are forever like decorating their rooms in like a yes. specific way and like i don't like i have stuff i like like i have photos i like but i don't like Ugh. anyway um did you notice any difference i didn't actually notice that that Trina, Trixie, Trina, Trina. <laughs> I didn't notice that she decorated the house differently. No, I was I just like, it's I, still I, a no. beautiful house. I didn't notice at all. <laughs> Why would we notice? <laughs> anyway, we can keep going. But Laura Jean's like, oh, what the fuck? And I was like, what's happening? <laughs> all right. Laura Jean and Peter go bowling, but Peter's dad shows up. Peter has been avoiding him and is particularly bummed to see him with his other family. Mm. Laura Jean encourages him to give his dad another chance because she would do anything to see her mom one last time. But he says, quote, there's nothing worse than not feeling chosen. While Laura Jean is testing wedding cake recipes, she finds out that she got into NYU. Laura Jean is conflicted, but clearly wants to go to New York. Her dad gives her the advice to be true to herself. Do you believe that Laura Jean? Oh, sorry, not Laura Jean, but that the actor has watched the big Lebowski. <laughs> Yeah, I think she has. She's cool. Okay, but I mean, do you believe? Do you believe Laura Jean has watched oh, the Big Lebowski? <laughs> only because Peter made her watch it. I honestly just was. First of all, I I, I say this facetiously because like I've never seen the whole thing because I've just seen bits of it from Same. various people around me watching it. Um, but I, I was also just like, okay, like there's no way. <laughs> I could see him like forcing her to watch it, which is what will one day happen. Famously, my favorite alcohol beverage is a white Russian, like non-ironically. Huh. And I still haven't sat down and like actually watched it. And I know Walter will I'll watch it eventually. Yeah. One way, one day. Um, I have a question. <laughs> Cryptic. <laughs> okay. What is your relationship with bowling? <laughs> um, I guess it's something I did a lot as a child. Like there was just a, a lot of bowling near us for cheap when I was like a, a preteen. Hmm. So that was like a popular like birthday party activity. Yes. And also it was a popular activity where um I used to go on a lot of vacations with my extended family, like for the weekend, and we would just drive somewhere and the parents would want to get rid of us for a while, so they would just like uh, drop us off at a bowling alley like because like a lot of a lot of family resorts will have like a small version of a bowling alley i feel like a small cheap version mm. um so i just like have a lot of child memories of doing it but not a lot of teen memories doing it if that's what you're asking how about you same in that lots of birthday parties with with bowling um my summer camp that i went to for like six years every every summer we would go bowling at least once and i remember 
it was always more fun when you had the gutters down or whatever they're called, the bumpers. And then when I became an adult, I realized that like it's just harder when you don't have the bumpers. That being said, right now there like nothing sounds more appealing than like going bowling and getting like three pitchers of beer and like nachos. Totally, and, oh, totally. Yeah. Like I mean, dream. let's do that after. And there was um there was there were a couple places in Boston you could go and like go bowling and drink that were pretty common like work work hangout things like that mm. companies would pay for. And so Nate's work did it a couple times. And so I got oh. to go I got to go once, but I there wasn't anyone I knew there, so it was mm. also like not as fun. I would yeah. love to do that for a birthday these days. Yeah. Um did we wanna see Peter bowling? Were you like excited? <laughs> I thought it was cute. I had fun. <sighs> it, it, it wasn't surprising to me that he was like good and competitive at it. Um, sure. Was I was just kind of like at this point, I was like, they're kind of running out of cute activities. And he's like started starting to act weirder. Like he has like the weird faces when he's dancing. And yes. then, like, he also just looks so much like beefier in this movie. Like, mm. I think he just like grew. And like when they had the flashbacks. So in the ending credits, they show like some scenes from the first movie, like yeah. His neck has just like tripled in size. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not fat shaming. I'm just, I just think he like is meatier and like large. Yeah. He's just a big boy. He's a bigger dude. <laughs> um, what do we uh, think about his dad? I don't know. I, I mean, sort of similar to the rest of this movie. I think like they sort of walk the line of like most of the emotional notes being like perfect in it. But I don't think I like cared that much because like. We don't get any of it in the second movie. It's mm. almost like they we forgot about it, and then now mm-hmm. they're cramming all of it in. True. Um, it did make me think about, like, I read something once about how there's, like, a lot of high school boys, especially ones that maybe, like, don't, aren't very emotional with their, with out loud, like, often, like, long-term girlfriends are the only time they start talking about, like, their emotional problems because they mm. don't have any other outlet to, like, fix themselves. <laughs> and so, like, often, like, in high school, like, that's the first time teen boys will, be will like, say any emotions to their, Ooh. like, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Um, And mm. I, I just got reminded of that here because, like, who does he talk to? Murder Reggie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy Wait. wouldn't be helpful. <laughs> um, He's too busy. <laughs> anyway murdering uh fucking chrissy um okay we've talked a lot about college timelines it's late right this this movie doesn't get it right like at this point it feels more of the time they would be accepting offers to colleges not getting them it depends on when they do their prom because i believe a lot of the regular admission stuff was april 1st so isn't that early to be promposing Oh, that's so interesting because, like, I knew where I was going to college by, like, January. Yeah, there's a lot of places that do it earlier than that, but a lot of them all, like, the common app, a lot of them do April 1st. Oh, okay. All right, then I'm but, wrong. But, but isn't prom, like, the end of the year? Yeah. Oh. I thought it was, like, that was throwing me off because prom made it feel like they were about to graduate. The whole movie felt like they were about to graduate, so Yeah, that's why. When um, wait, sorry, another timeline question. When was she in Korea? Like, was that no spring idea. break? Oh, oh. Okay. no, you're right. I think it was spring break. Yeah, she, okay. I think she says spring break. Yeah, okay, gotcha. So that's what March. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <When> is... <sighs> we're too old. Um, uh, yeah. Did you notice? 
<laughs> okay. There's a sign in the cafeteria that says class of 2021. And at one point, Chris <gasps> oh, says, this is the darkest timeline. And I was like, you have no idea. <laughs> oh, <laughs> because in this world, the pandemic doesn't exist. I didn't see that. Oh, shit. Wow. I mean, obviously, I mean, I think that's the correct choice. I mean, it was before the <laughs> pandemic, but like, even if it wasn't, I wouldn't want to see that. Um, yeah. But it, it does feel strange. They had no idea what was coming. They also have their baking segment here, right? Um, No flour on her face. Yes, I tweeted that. Why not? Uh, I don't know. This is a lapse in continuity. um did you like the did you like that they reverted to just her making cookies because cookies were quote-unquote her thing i was like since when that's like a big metaphor didn't she make peter a pop tart (laughs) yeah true exactly i thought she was like a little claire from bon appetit just making like little bacon experiments yeah i thought she was a little um above cookies but apparently not (laughs) wow (laughs) i really want a cookie Um, oh my god I also say this because I told Jane that Nate and I ordered, like, probably, like, 3,000 calories worth of milk bar desserts last night on a whim. Um, I also thought it was interesting that <laughs> that she tells him that she gets into NYU, and his reply is, two for three. Yeah, I, yeah, I was like, there, there's something else you could have said instead of that that doesn't, like, specifically remind her she didn't get into Stanford. <laughs> there's a couple like funny funny things like that another i forgot to say this but there's another segment where so you know how in the trip in to korea they go to the sort of locks of love-esque like yes tourist attraction where they're looking for the little lock that her mom wrote long ago when her mom and her dad were there and her mom wrote on it like um for the rest of my life Mm. and they go and they're like well she got her wish (laughs) and i was like wait because she died (laughs) Ooh, yeah it just it just took me out of it it's a little dark <laughs> sorry um anyway so we get the big scene where she tells peter she's gonna go to she wants to go to nyu the dad says perfect things like you can't save this relationship by not growing um oh sorry, i didn't when, read this part yet sorry when she sorry she's she's preparing to tell peter okay gotcha gotcha and the dad is like saying you gotta go to new york mm-hmm you can't save this relationship by not growing. And I, the only thing I couldn't believe is that instead of being like, which I, I guess I also wouldn't have liked it if they had said like, you got to go to New York because it has a great writing program. Cause like, obviously you can write <laughs> either way, but I, but they kept being like, you got to go to New York. You're in love with the city. And I was like, <laughs> cause she was there for like a day. <laughs> yeah. And she hasn't been to Stanford yet. Like true. Who's to say she wouldn't love California. It's uh, it's a big emphasis, and I guess some people that happens to some people. I actually because I didn't I wasn't in the states like I didn't visit where I went to college, um, and that was really scary. But also I like I think I don't know. Sometimes people don't have the luxury of going on the like you know classic tour of all your colleges. I guess. Mm-hmm. Also, from Portland to New York, that's like a giant school trip. Yeah, that what was the hell? not well explained. Like it's <laughs> and and also again because they didn't do anything. Wouldn't there. they have gone to San Francisco? Yeah, that would have been better. So unreal. Anyway, you can keep going. 
Okay, Laura Jean admits to Peter that she wants to go to NYU, and he simply says, we're good. They trade <laughs> they trade yearbooks, even though Peter thinks that's for people who will never see each other again. Laura Jean isn't sure what to write, so instead she puts together a box of memories. At prom, Peter is crowned prom king, and Laura Jean feels distant from him. She tries to make things better by saying she wants to have sex, but he's <gasps> not into it because he sees her box of memories as a goodbye, and they break up. <gasps> What are your thoughts? <laughs> okay. First of all, there is a fun Chris and LJ discussion about having sex after prom, obviously, yep. Yep. which just sort of feels, I don't know, like, of course they had to do that. Um, I, I was, they, I was like, they can't possibly have sex in her room near her family. <laughs> Her whole family. This is is also like, I typed, OMG, they're going to her room. This is also like the most sort of like, the most we've seen them like really make out and like want each other. Um, And it kind of goes from zero to 100. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) But I was also most, most, mostly I was like, this is going to be a huge fake out, which it is. Mm -hmm. But okay. But she reaches for his pants like twice and then he stops her. But I was kind of like, wouldn't he already be hard? Like yeah, the camera absolutely. The camera is like right there. <laughs> I was like, we would we would be seeing Noah Centineo's raging boner. Oh gross. <laughs> um I think Okay, it's also unrealistic. Like, why have they not done anything? Like, I mean, we don't yeah. know. We we, we don't we are, know. We, we truly are, don't we know. Sure. But um, uh, it's hard because, like, prior to the scene, they kind of don't give us any thinking about sex. They're just like, everything's PG-13. Everything's amazing. There's no, like, desire. I don't know. It just, like, I hate to say this, but even Twilight talked a bit more about them, like, wanting to have sex, which is, like, <laughs> oh which God. is, like, insane to say. But, like, I just, I just felt so shocked when they den- then, like, started to you know take off each other's clothes because i was just ugh. um anyway I, I agree no i actually think that's a good point and we have chris as kind of like the sexually um i don't know independent one or something like that but laura jean could very easily have made like one or two comments about how she wants to have sex but maybe like she wants to have sex and she's waiting for this reason because right. that's perfectly legitimate but waiting to have sex doesn't mean you don't want to also, I would have believed her more that she was maybe just going to, like, be like, fuck it. Like, let's go ahead with it. If she, like, sexually desired him. Like, right. why don't we get any Noah Centineo shirtless? But, like, uh, obviously, like, yes. it's not the pressure is not on him. But whatever. Like, he's been he's been ogled in various other places before. I couldn't be attracted to him in this movie because he was just making sh- shitty faces dancing in the bowling <laughs> yes. alley and dancing at the prom. Oh, I was going to ask you, did you slow dance at your prom? I did. I mean, when I went with my boyfriend at the time, we slow danced and made out in front of all of Hell the teachers. Yeah, and yeah. I am disturbed thinking about it. That what was the you? life. Um, yeah, I did the same thing, sadly. <sighs> I loved their prom looks. I thought Chris same. looked the best that she's ever looked in these movies. Mm-hmm. They had she had like a kind of Audrey Hepburn esque full full black mm-hmm. dress, very daring. Um, and then Laura Jean had kind of like a princessy look, which I you don't like it. I don't like the formal ponytail. 
Okay, I've had multiple I think issues I'm against, with her ponytails. I'm against the formal ponytail. I loved her dress. I'm just against the formal ponytail. She has a low pony at the wedding, and I really didn't like that. Couldn't I was like, do it. I can't do it. Great hair. Like, let her put it down. It is. It is a. Tr- it's a trend in bridal hair right now, and I hate it. <laughs> Interesting. How are there? Okay, why are there trends in bridal hair? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, I also uh. You know, you in this part, like, you can tell, like, Peter is really sad because he was so excited to live adult life with her. And maybe these are, like, his abandonment issues or whatever. Um, mm. And he does say, like, <laughs> he says he, she has to write an OG love letter. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, can people... <laughs> Why hasn't the woke uh, Instagram industrial complex like stopped people from saying OG yet? <laughs> it's not even that I like think it's like unwoke or whatever. I just like think it's annoying. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, um, don't like the form- formal ponytail. Uh, was happy that they finally got around to talking about sex, but again, it just came out of nowhere. Did you notice, Jane? That she had some great crying acting, and then they had a really hard cut. Okay, I don't remember the cut, but I remember that they really gave her a lot of time to cry, and I thought she did a really good job with it. So she does a really good job with it. This is just me, like, nitpicking now, but I I was taken out of it again. But she does a really good job where it's looking at her face. She's, like, struggling not to cry. She's crying immediately after she leaves the room. And then they do a really hard cut to her, like, from the side where she's obviously not doing the same take. Mm. <laughs> and you should go back and watch it because okay. I was just, like, really annoyed. <laughs> Wait, I think I do. I think I do know. And then I it's from the side and she has to then, like, start crying again. Mm. <laughs> also, it just ruined it. I was like, this is the most acting she's done and she's doing great. <laughs> I also was a little thrown off because I think what happens next is her. Oh, wait, that's in the next Part. my bad god we cannot we're like all over the place <laughs> i'm sorry me too shall i move on uh yeah let's move on okay <laughs> chris comforts laura jean with ben and jerry's peter meets with his dad who apologizes and says he should have tried harder because that's what you do with people you love mm. laura jean's dad and trina get married in a tasteful backyard wedding later on laura jean finds her yearbook in the tent peter has written an apology note along with a new contract saying that he will love her always and forever they kiss and he plays the song from the rooftop band they have sex graduate and move to opposite coasts laura jean says that she doesn't know what will happen but that she thinks her and peter will make it okay there's a lot here really quickly i have to ask you an honest question friend to friend oh god jane are you one of those people that's dreaming of a backyard wedding Kind of. Um, I can't tell if you're making fun of me. You're short of laughing. Wait, why are you laughing? <laughs> Just keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Weddings are not appealing to me. Um, they feel stressful and competitive and expensive. And so the idea of getting married in a backyard seems like a nice option. I agree, but I think that the backyard wedding concept has mutated beyond the intent of having a low-key wedding. Absolutely. And it makes me so mad. So, like, here's the thing, everyone. I had a, I had a like, big, I don't know, mainstream wedding, and one of the biggest things about 
getting married at a mainstream venue, like the reason people do that is because they have connections with like a bunch of different vendors. So you're just getting a big package, right? Mm. So like this, so I have, I'm supposed to believe that they're like, let's just get married in our giant backyard. Let's make <laughs> connections with like three dozen vendors, pay for them all independently without a prior relationship. The tent, the food, the dance floor getting put into our giant backyard. Surely that's the cheapest way. Also, let's rent everything so they don't, don't take any of the shit away that night. Surely that's cheap. Like, it just blew my mind that they did the backyard wedding, but it was so insane. Like, okay. that was the most, I just, I was freaking out. <laughs> I wrote the sa- I wrote a similar thing. I'm less educated about it, but I, so early on in the movie, they're like, we'll just do it in the backyard. Like, it'll be cute. And like, no, this wedding is stunningly beautiful. They're, <sighs> the, the chairs, just the chairs that they rented are like nicer than any chair I've seen. This tent is massive. It's this backyard amazing. is massive. It's it's this is not like this is not like a quaint wedding. Like this is a no. huge wedding. It just it just seems it it literally spits in the face of a backyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. That no, I just that- had to get that out there because I was like the the biggest part of that that bothers me is like a lot of people are going to get the wrong idea about what is possible to do with a backyard. It's like really hard to rent like 80 vendors this movie is harmful i'm exaggerating (laughs) yeah this movie is committing violence no i i'm exaggerating but i just i just i have had people be like wow i'm trying to do this for our wedding and it's so expensive and i'm like yeah because that doesn't exist like yeah I don't totally know. good point i noticed that's that why well. people that's why people are like let's get married at a hotel because like they have the connections with all the people like mm. <laughs> um anyway i kind of zoned out about the peter and his dad scene <laughs> okay because i know that's important to that character but i just couldn't concentrate how Interesting. about you okay i'm like torn about the dad actor who first of all again from the <laughs> from the live tweet um apparently he plays elliot in et movie i have not seen um, but he looked too white. I know Who's that. Who's Elliot? Who's Elliot? The, the main child guy? in AT. Oh, that's him growing up. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. We have discussed Noah Centennial's ethnicity before, and I know he's white, but his dad looks like extra white. You know what I mean? And like kind of like watery eyed, like something about him. Something about him was not who I pictured. Too waspy. Too waspy. And like I had this idea that his father... Like, he just seemed a little more pathetic than I thought he would be. Like, it was hard for me to see him as this villain because he seemed like kind of this, like, washed up middle-aged white dude. Well, when you go through, like, a big trauma as a child of, like, discovering extraterrestrial life in your backyard (laughs) and then you become best friends and then the deep state takes him away and you have to escape from them... (laughs) Sorry. No, that's that's good. That's exactly uh, what happened. Okay, what I was trying to say before was that okay, when <laughs> when Chris is comforting Laura Jean, uh Kitty comes in to like talk about how she's gonna miss her at college, and in the background, Chris takes like a very mournful bite of ice cream. And I thought it was very well done. <laughs> I also hated when Kitty didn't tell her about NYU, but I, I guess we were supposed to. Um Anyway, the the wedding is also the wedding color scheme is also blue and yellow and pink. I just want to point out. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the dad's Jenny or Jenny Han, <laughs> Laura Jean's, Laura Jean's dad's suit. I think it's a terrible suit. Sorry. Oh my gosh, I didn't even like. I feel like I see through. I see through men's clothing. No, Ooh. I just like didn't 
see it. Like, I couldn't tell you what it was. So I I have like, okay, this is another thing that like is only bothering me. So the reason many people wear navy and black suits is that they can just look formal naturally. The minute a suit is like an interesting color, your eye is drawn to it, right? Like when Obama wore that like day suit or whatever and everyone was like, ah. <laughs> but like when that happens, it better be a really fucking nice tailored suit because like everyone's going to look at it. And that was not. Okay. That's my thought. I might have to go back and look. Also, speaking of Jenny Han, the reason I was thinking about her is in the flashback, which we will get to, um, Jenny Han is the principal. She has a little cameo. I like that. Do you want to get to the meet cute? The meet cute. Wait, when does that happen? It happens. Oh, I guess it happens when they make up. Okay, never mind. Yeah, sorry, I kind of like sped through the <laughs> Okay, ending. okay, okay. <laughs> me too, me too. Okay, so we we then get the... Okay, There, there's a wedding. Uh, Then we get to the only kitty scene I have ever liked, actually. <gasps> okay. Because we know that the one thing about Kitty's brand is that she fucks around with other people's business for romance. And so she just like looks at Laura Jean and she's like, you should go outside. And Laura Jean's like, oh, I don't want to. And she's like, no, you should go outside. And like, you can see in Laura Jean's face that she like realizes her sister has like a scheme again. Mm-hmm. And like her heart like feels like, oh my gosh, maybe there's still hope for me and Peter. And so like, that's the only time I got any joy out of watching Kitty. <laughs> I will say, okay, earlier in the movie, Laura Jean gives Kitty the passwords to her like login as if they wouldn't be saved in her, her computer she's written them down on a post-it <laughs> and the second she did that i knew like i like i knew what was gonna happen like it was sort oh. of like you know <laughs> not not exactly but you know how like gun in the first act like it's gonna yeah, show up like yeah, i was yeah. like okay well she's gonna do something shitty and Kitty's so he's gone <laughs> <laughs> um so like it wasn't it but it didn't really again kitty just doesn't they call I, it I, I they call care. it Kitty's gone. <laughs> I also I also said I wish that they had slept together on the outside couches. Anyway, I'm jumping ahead again. Okay. No, it's okay. Let's talk about them having sex. Cuz I thought okay, <laughs> I thought that they were going to make up and like get back together outside and then sleep on the outside couches. <laughs> because did you notice at the wedding there were two outside couches behind the ceremony for some reason? I did not notice that, but I think oh it gosh. would be better if they had not had sex. In, her, in her bedroom. But then again, like her dad was probably. The minute her elsewhere. dad left, I was like, they can have sex. Did you notice that when <gasps> he was like on top of her, he was just like <gasps> grinning? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. So I was actually scene... just like, whoa, they finally had sex. The okay. sex scene was like, n- it was a moment. It was, it was just like, I, I forget what they showed, like them looking at each other Nothing. and then like yeah. him on top of her. And he kind of looked like he was just like, Grinning, like <laughs> yeah and um i don't know i mean that's fine i'm glad that I they guess, did have sex but my only complaint is that they they show them making out more in the like um the sex scene that was cut short that like didn't happen a mm. while ago than in this and like i was like can't you let them like ugh, want each other for like a scene <laughs> i get that we want privacy when they actually have sex but don't we get them like making out and like looking like they want to have sex? I don't know. It's almost like they just like went behind a door and they were like, we're having sex. <laughs> also, like this is funny. Um, Nate like took huge issue with the fact that they were going from just like making out to like penis and vagina. Wow. I mean, we don't we don't know. But like 
it's the movie implied. doesn't the movie doesn't give us any reason to think yeah. otherwise yeah i was like ooh, like, because like there's that sex scene posi- in a- sex positive over here like is super mad there's <laughs> good for me so there's that scene in the second movie where he like opens her shirt and she's like oh, how does he know about that yeah. and then she's like and then she's like i don't want to have sex and he's like what i didn't i wasn't trying to have sex yeah. with you so like she seems to be like not aware of the other things you could do <laughs> like maybe also, she, if she reads know. If she reads romance novels, like, wouldn't she have started reading about erotica? That's something that Jane the Virgin does really well, which is, like, she doesn't, um, she doesn't have sex until later on in the series, but she knows about sex because she loves reading romance, and a lot of romance has erotic scenes in it. And so you can believe that, like, she actually wants to have sex, but she wants to, like, not do it now. So, like, I don't know, that, <sighs> I was a little frustrated by that, I gotta be honest. Maybe they As just... Some- Oh, go ahead. Maybe they just, I mean, I'm all, like, maybe they just made this movie basically PG rated. Like, maybe that was why it was cut to be like that. Like, maybe they wanted kids to be able to watch it. That's my only guess as to why it was so, sure. like, neutered. We do get the cute, meet cute flashback, which I almost started talking about a while ago. <laughs> and you Did can. you like it? I thought it was really sweet. I thought the, yeah. the child actors were, like, very cute. Yeah. Um, I do think that if, like, a guy uh, helped un- untangle my hair from a chair, I would be very charmed and, like, mm-hmm. definitely remember it, actually. So I don't know why she didn't, but... Did you also notice that she gets to wear a cherry red lip when they get back together? Yes. She goes back to her red lip. I know. She's I happy again. That too. Oh, okay, okay. Interesting. <laughs> um, okay, but yeah, that's that's how the movie ends. They're like, oh, life is beautiful, messy, blah, 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 blah. Love is choosing each other through it all, beginning, middle, and end. One gigantic apartment at a time Boo. is what I wrote. <laughs> Her NYU dorm is massive. Yeah. And then they do the thing where she's like, besides, do you know like one thing that's, um, what the fuck does she say? She's like, one thing that's good for, uh, you know, being 2,000 miles apart is like writing love letters. That I actually did like because it's on brand. But um, I'm just curious, you know, I, I know I haven't asked this question, but I'm, I'm curious about like your own any any experiences with long distance and like how this movie hit for you. Oh, okay. I've only had one very sh- well, they've all been terrible. I'll say that. Um yeah, I have only had one relationship that was like sort of long distance and I ended up having to end it and uh it was a terrible terrible traumatic experience was it in was it in high school or was it later it was in college i mean i didn't have any i basically didn't have any relationships in high school except one Mm -hmm. so what about you i was gonna say that like i think it's different i think like having a long distance relationship general is like different from staying with your high school boyfriend absolutely (laughs) um that said like i did continue dating my high school boyfriend from senior year into um into college and in the end like we broke up for reasons that were actually probably unrelated to the distance. Like, we were mm-hmm. just simply growing apart. Um, I mean, obviously, the distance was really hard. Um, but I, yeah, I guess I was a little, I was a little, uh, I couldn't get on board with the, like, we're going to be that different couple that stays together. Because, like, I, I would love to believe that, like, someone who's known you since you were a kid you know, you're going to stay together forever. But, like, there's very specific ways that happens. And 
it's not like blindly going into it thinking you're different. I don't know. Maybe Absolutely. That's, maybe that's mean. <laughs> no, it's not mean. Okay, let me sum up my feelings about this movie because okay. I'm going to talk about that. This movie is better than the second one because the stakes are much higher and they feel much more realistic. Um, that being said, I'm so against couples staying together after high school that it was hard for me to to feel good about this. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's romantic to stay with someone when when you're going to be so far apart or in these circumstances when you're so young. I think it's limiting and I think it's sad. <laughs> um not always. And like, it's so common. So many people do this. So like, I get it. Mm-hmm. And you're in love and that's hard. Um, and even though they're really sweet together, I agree with you completely that they aren't like special. Like their relationship seems pretty healthy and happy, but they aren't like, they're normal. They seem like a normal couple. They're not going to transcend this age where you go from 18 to like 22 and like you yeah. change so much like that's, that's the, the real other thing. thing they didn't really talk <sighs> about that like they kept being like Laura and you should go to NYU because like you get to grow but th- nobody nobody sort of broached the topic of like you guys might grow apart and like regardless of distance mm-hmm. you might you might like not want to stay together and like Absolutely. that's what I was sort of missing like I wanted to be like, what happens when Laura Jean meets like the first like bookish boy? Yes. That's like good looking. <laughs> Who's smarter like, than Peter? Hello. Like I almost wish like she had met a smart guy at that college party who flirted with her because her mind would have been blown. Yeah. Like, and she's never I, <laughs> I wrote that too. She's never been in another relationship. And I guess she had she like interacted oh yeah. with John I didn't even think about Ambrose. That. But I mean just the only purpose of him was for her to be reminded like oh i like peter like that's it yeah the minute this girl meets like an nyu kiddo (laughs) that like has a chip on his shoulder about being the next whatever jonathan franzen or something like you know like i i was just like there's so many reasons and like i feel strongly about that because in the end like for us like that wasn't why i broke up like the, the distance was not the reason i broke up with my high school boyfriend in fact like it was it was kind of like training wheels <laughs> as as shitty as that is. It was kind of it kind of felt like training wheels to be like to have the security of having someone you can text or email or call who's close to you, but then like feel like you can stretch your legs and grow separately. So I will say that like being apart was a good thing for us. And then we like grew apart and um like you know, we could both tell we didn't like the direction the other person was growing. And that's mm. that just happens. Yeah. Um, and then like conversely, like they focus so much on the distance that like they don't really don't really talk about the fact that like there are people who like have to be in like marriages or like relationships as adults, like long distance. And like I have lived apart from my now husband like over a period of time. Like, again, like, the distance was almost just, like, the placeholder for, like, everything else. Like, mm. I just wish it had been a bit more about growing up and less about, like, college. Like, because I, I just can't see them growing up to be exactly the same people. And because it's not how people are. Yeah. Honestly, I thought the same thing. And specifically, I was like, it would be almost worse if they went to Stanford together. Like, yeah, I... I get it and I try and be empathetic and I know people. I have a cousin who married her, someone she dated since she was like 15. She married him when she was like 25 and they're so happy together. That happens, but it's just so rare and 
I don't know. I just want people, especially girls, but I probably shouldn't gender it, to just go and, like, live your life at college. Like, go do stuff. Also, like, as somebody who, like, had a long-distance boyfriend, sometimes it's really fun to, like, um, to be able to show your partner, like, okay, now I'm going to take you to, like, my world and, like, show you the stuff I like about the city and we do get to like, you know, sleep beside each other and that's super fun. And like, it's almost like bittersweet. You get to like show them your world and then visit their world and their space and see it like helps you see the other person in a very different light Mm -hmm. to like see how they move through that space. Um, So yeah, I mean, maybe like that should have been a part of it too. Like maybe we should have had a future flashback of her realizing like it could be kind of cool to like, be independent in New York City and like have cool, you know, visiting each other and writing letters to each other. And I don't know, like it almost focused on the wrong things for me. But I but maybe we're asking maybe we're asking too much. I don't know. I think so. I think that this is a rom-com and it's supposed to be I mean, she loves romance novels. So like for her, for Laura Jean at this point in her life, I can absolutely see her believing that they will make it through and that they will be together forever. And personally, I see a lot of pain in her future. And I don't think I don't think that's bad either. Like, I don't think that what I would see for them, which is a really painful breakup is bad. Like, that's also a learning experience. And yeah, and then she'll meet that NYU guy. (laughs) Okay, we've come to the end. <laughs> oh my god, Jane I'm, is is ugh. okay. Sorry, I'm just done. I'm to be honest, I'm I'm glad we're done with this. I'm series. done with the okay. series. Yeah, I'm kind of glad to say goodbye. Jane, is this movie good or bad? It's good. I think it's fine. Yeah, I liked it better. I agree with you. I liked it better than the second one. I actually think like now going through all my complaints about it, I like it a little less now than I mm. did right after watching it. Mm-hmm. Like I did enjoy watching it more than I've maybe let on. <laughs> okay, yeah. I think so same. I think Do you same like as well. it? Yeah. So I, so I we like, like it. it. Yeah, yes. I did like it. I I didn't like Peter as much in this movie. Same. And them them showing us the the flashbacks of Peter reminded me how adorable I found him in the first movie. The and first like, movie is just so Okay, here's another thought I have. This didn't need to be a trilogy like yeah i know that i mean obviously like nothing needs to exist but <laughs> do you know what i mean like when do you stop making yeah stuff? yeah i i think the, the first movie is like a special movie and the next two are fun um but unnecessary and ultimately slightly disappointing that's that's more that's more valid. I was just gonna be like, I don't think Peter's as attractive in this movie. <laughs> but maybe I'm just over Noah and Neo. Okay, what type of teen is this movie for? Oh God, I don't know. <laughs> or is it for adults? I don't know. No, I think I think this is for teens who um who really buy into the long haul. You know, someone who like. The people, the freaks who love this series and who love the second and third movie just as much probably love it because they love Laura Jean and Peter together. I wonder if the book is better because maybe like her being more reasonable with choice of colleges is similar to like maybe the whole book is like a little better. Um, Mm. I'm not going to read it. I also (laughs) think this is for teens who love the series and I... I guess I would show this to, like, your typical teen that's like, I really want to go to college with my boyfriend. But, like, I also think, like, I don't know. I guess it it um, 
it's hard for me to believe that like that message hasn't already been imparted in like other pop culture mm. i guess i don't know but maybe i'm wrong what are we watching these days <laughs> <laughs> okay so i watched the entire third season uh season of the sinner in a day or two Ooh. it wasn't as it's not as good as the, the first two but i enjoyed it and also chris Messina's in it is it messina or messina i have no idea i was okay. gonna ask you the same thing cool he is my favorite chris <laughs> so i will watch whatever he does and then i just finished watching the dig which is a carrie mulligan movie and it's definitely it's definitely the kind of movie that like old people would go see at the independent <laughs> movie theater in montclair at 2 p.m on a sunday that being said oh so my future (laughs) i really loved it i loved it so much and i think i'm going to be a carrie mulligan completionist for her films i'm gonna try and watch all of them what are you Um, watching i'm watching a lot of doja cat music videos i just like doja cat um i watched all of uneducation because you had watched it and i don't usually binge tv but i binge that you mean wait oh my god sorry a teacher (laughs) Not Uneducation, which is a Carrie Mulligan <laughs> movie. Oh, my God. Our brains are mush. I meant a teacher with Kate Mara. Oh, my God. Fuck I felt me. I was honored that you watched all of that. I don't know. I mean, it touched it, me. I mean, I think I just I have a lot of high school story affinity, mm-hmm. not high school sexual assault, but just like <laughs> stories of teens um and then uh i did start watching the new season of riverdale which is as bonkers as you might Hell, expect yeah i got to um you know the, the the turn forward and it doesn't make any sense perfect yeah also he like is wearing archie is wearing attire that seems more like what veterans would wear in like world war Two. like don't get like army veterans like in 2021 wear like like fatigues right like it's i don't know i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> anyway um it it doesn't make any sense uh they're very beautiful they're maybe getting a little too old which is like why they did this i guess um and i'm excited to watch new teen content that's not the series because i agree with you i'm a little done with it yep but we we did it and oh but we, we will have to it. watch all of the kissing booth this oh, year fuck. Sorry. That's, oh my god. Fuck. That's gonna be worse than this. Um, that was under the bleachers, our podcast about teen content. We would love if you hit that subscribe button, whatever way you get your podcasts, and especially if you disagree with us about this movie, don't <laughs> forget to rate and leave a review. It really helps. <laughs> and please share us with a friend. And with a teen. You can get in touch with us at under the bleachers pod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at, at bleacherteens. Okay, see you next time under Under the the bleachers. bleachers.